Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hanging with Agent Cooper, a Twin Peaks podcast. Guys, welcome. I am so excited. Um, I, I am glad that we are finally here, and what this episode is going to, to be and what I'm going to do within this episode is provide just the, the, the overview of what the podcast will be. I'll give a little bit of an introduction of myself, talk about my background a little bit, um, but for the most part, this is going to be my introduction to what the podcast itself is going to be. So like I said, everyone, welcome. This is our, our kickoff episode. I wanted to get it out there into the world um, just to let everyone know that uh, th this podcast was here. This uh, podcast um, is, is going to be coming on a weekly basis starting in May, specifically starting on May 21st, 2018. For those of you who are in the know, if that date is in your mind for some reason, it's because May, um, May 21st, 2018 is the one year anniversary of when Twin Peaks The Return hit the airs uh, on Showtime. So the reason I'm doing this podcast, let me back it up a little bit, just to introduce myself a little bit. Um, I am the, the host of a long-running a podcast that you can find on iTunes. If you just type in Stephen King, it'll come up right away. It's the Stephen King cast. It's the highest rated Stephen King podcast on iTunes. Um, and it has that has been my passion project since 2014. And I reviewed all of the works of Stephen King in the chronological order of publication. Um, and, and that was an incredible undertaking for me. And I really enjoyed it because I have been a long fan of Stephen King, a, a, a large massive constant reader. So for those of you who are Twin Peaks fans and Stephen King fans, there is an, a whole other podcast for you to be able to enjoy with over 200 episodes of my thoughts on Stephen King. Now, fans of the Stephen King cast who are checking this out, who also happen to be fans of David Lynch and Twin Peaks, welcome, welcome. So I, I have, like I said, I've been a long-standing constant reader Stephen King fan, but even before... I was a Stephen King fan. I was a Twin Peaks fan. So I was an OG Twin Peaks fan. When the show first aired, I was watching it. And I happened to be in fourth grade at the time. So that is how far back I have been immersed in the world of Lynchian dream logic and cherry pies and black coffee and classic FBI suits and red curtains and chevron rugs and it just before I had a chance to fully develop I was introduced to what David Lynch put on air and as we all know it he helped change the course of television history he and Mark Frost uh, set a blueprint that would later be followed um, and and he just changed. He just changed what storytelling could be. And here we are 25 years later, long after the show had ceased to be. And just when we thought that it was something in the past and something we could treasure and something we could always love, it came back. And it came back under the only circumstances that a Twin Peaks revival could come back. And those are unique circumstances. Um, no other show, I mean, we could have revivals, and we have revivals, left and right. Will and Grace has come back. Uh, Prison Break has come back. Uh, Roseanne, 
just came back. Um, Gilmore Girls came back. All these shows are, are in the process of coming back. They have come back. They, they will come back. I mean, we're going to see more. I'm 100% sure. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we don't see a Cheers reunion um, or, or, you know, The Office is going to be coming. So we're going to be seeing all of these, you know, returns. And in, in some cases, like Will and Grace or Roseanne, the returns completely ignore the conclusions of the the original run that Mad About You was talking about coming back. And if that's the case, I imagine that they would undo the conclusion to Mad About You as well. So it's incredibly rare. And the word I used is unique. It's one of a kind. It's rare, it's unique for a show to come back under these circumstances where it has it's coming back 25 years after the fact with all of the principal players involved with a director who had famously been frustrated with the the, the limitations and controlling nature of the, the network for him to come back, not only as a, a, a creator and an overseer, but to have even more say and more control and more direct involvement than he had with the original run alongside his partner, Mark Frost. And... To have it be within the plot of the show, it's not that it just, it's not that it, it, it didn't just come back 10 years after the fact. It came back 25 years, which as we all know, Agent Cooper, I'll see you again in 25 years, was something that Laura had said in a dream. And so for that to be, just got goosebumps, for that to be a part of it and to be a running part of it in, in the marketing and the lead up and the thought process, that is something truly special. And for everyone involved, from the from David Lynch and Mark Frost to um, casting directors, for the actors, um, and for the fans, for all of us to gather again for eighteen episodes to say goodbye was a gift that I never expected to get, and it's one that I'm truly grateful for. So the reason that I'm doing this is because. One of the joys of Twin Peaks The Return last year when it was out was not just watching Twin Peaks on a week-to-week basis, but it was also experiencing the thought process that came and the reactions that rippled throughout Twitter and the fan community and the podcasts. And there are fantastic podcasts out there. There was um, uh, Peaks TV with Joanna Robinson and David Chen. There is Fire Talk With Me, which is hands down the best title of a podcast ever, um, which you can find there. Um, Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan talked about Twin Peaks Return quite frequently on The Watch, and they had uh, Damon Lindelof come on a couple times for some incredible conversations around Twin Peaks and how much Twin Peaks helped shape Lost and his storytelling sensibilities, which is phenomenal to have a showrunner and um, visionary at the top of his game because he would come on and he would talk about the conclusion of The Leftovers almost as an afterthought. Um, he, he talked more about... He just wanted to be, just to, to be a fanboy about David Lynch, which, which was so refreshing, and that was amazing. And then, then there was... Um, Twin Peaks 
Twin Peaks podcast, a podcast about Twin Peaks um, with uh, Darren Franich and uh, Doc Jensen from Entertainment Weekly. So there was a lot of podcasts to digest, and those were my go-to ones about Twin Peaks. And so we would get these weekly, you know, when, when the show aired on Sunday, I would know that on Monday there would be two or three podcasts that I would be able to enjoy and listen to these podcast hosts that I respect and I liked to listen to geek out and share their thoughts and muse on their questions and ruminate on where they thought the show was going to go and, you know, pointed out, um, you know, just these storytelling beats that maybe I had missed or, you know, reinforced some themes that I, I had picked up on. And it was just great to have that level of dissection on a week-to-week basis and to, to have that carry me from one episode to the next. So for the entirety of the, the 18 episodes, it wasn't just that I was digesting an episode every Sunday. As the weeks went on, in between every episode, it was just full-on Twin Peaks season from May to September. And it's something that I'll never get again. And it was something that I truly appreciated and I valued and I will never have a Sunday night, the likes of which that I had when Twin Peaks The Return was back on the air. It was really an amazing time, guys. And so what I wanted to do with this is now that the show has been finalized, it's, it's, it's concluded, and it, it, it functions as the, uh, the concluding chapter of a trilogy, if you really think about it, because we had the first chapter, which was episode, or seasons one and two, then we had the middle chapter, which was Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me, and then we have the concluding chapter of The Return. I think that that's a really good way of looking at it as, as a trilogy. It's a non-linear trilogy, but of course we're talking about David Lynch here. But that's, to me, how it functions. We had um, two visionaries, two storytellers, um, with the exception of, of Firewalk With Me, which was truly solely Lynch. Um, but let's just say Lynch, with you know Mark Frost as well. They gave us three different interpretations of a story, looking at it in, in, in different ways. And we, they were, we were introduced to the world in Twin Peaks. We, we looked at the world a little bit differently in Fire Walk With Me. And then we subverted the world that we thought that we knew with Twin Peaks The Return. And it, uh, it, it complemented and it critiqued the original Twin Peaks in, in so many ways. And so I am, I am excited to be here. I am excited to talk about this. So now that the show has concluded, and now that you know, we don't have to you know, ruminate and predict what we think is going to happen, what has happened has happened. And so now what I want to do is try and make sense of it as much as I can, because it was a wild ride. And it spoke to me very much on an emotional level and, and, and much in the way of, of Lynch's works. It makes sense emotionally, and it makes sense, you know, in your gut. You understand why you feel the way that you do, but you have a harder time unpacking it, and that speaks to his ability to simulate dream logic through an audiovisual medium. It, it's amazing. He's unparalleled in that regard. But now that it's concluded, I want to make sense of it. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the, the, the 18 episodes of this podcast. I am going to be reviewing each episode um, the way that it aired. So it's not going to be 18 episodes um, because um, every every episode will come out 
the, the, the one on the one year anniversary of the episode that I will be talking about. So the first true episode of this podcast will be episodes one and two, because that's how it had aired episodes one and two, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Upon the conclusion of episodes uh, 17 and 18, that won't be the end of this podcast. I will have a couple episodes to wrap everything up. Um, and then from there, depending on the, uh, the, the popularity of this, if, if people are listening to this, then I might continue. I might um, go back. I could review the original Twin Peaks with the context of what we have from Twin Peaks The Return to see how the information that, that, that we have and the characters' journeys, where they go in Twin Peaks The Return, how it helps make us rethink the original Twin Peaks and then Firewalk with me. So there is a possibility of me continuing this, but I, I did want to just dive into Twin Peaks The Return and be perfectly honest, even though I do feel satisfied with what was given to me, um, and like I said, it was a gift that it came back at all. I, I still, I don't necessarily want to say goodbye. Um, so this is kind of my way of, of keeping it alive and keeping it going. So um, that is what this is going to be. <clears throat> but before I get any further, what I want to do, I want to share a listener email, which is crazy because this is the first episode that, that I'm dropping. But the, the, I have been advertising this on the Stephen King cast for a couple months now. So one of my listeners from uh, Stephen King cast wrote this email, which I figured would be a great way to kick off this podcast. Um, so I want to thank you, Liz, for, for, writing, for writing in. And um, if anyone has any thoughts on anything having to do with Twin Peaks, uh, whether it be Twin Peaks Return or Firewalk With Me, the original Twin Peaks, or even just anything having to do with David Lynch, please write in at hangingwithagentcooper at yahoo.com. I have a couple Hanging with Agent Cooper uh, email accounts uh, just in case you want to put the apostrophe in or don't want to put the apostrophe in. If you type in any sort of variation of Hanging with Agent Cooper, it will get to me. Um, or if you don't even want to try and you want to just write to Stephen Kingcast at yahoo.com, then that's another way of getting to me as well. So Liz wrote to me at stephenkingcast at yahoo.com and she writes, Dear Constant Reader, Love your podcast and got very excited about your recent announcement for possibly doing a Twin Peaks podcast on the side. I've always noticed a lot of crossover between Stephen King fans and Twin Peaks fans. The town of Twin Peaks has always felt a little bit like Derry, Maine, or any of other King's small towns where something sinister hides under a seemingly happy surface. And the merging of the supernatural with the mundane with great characters that you love and care about definitely applies to both. Here are my thoughts on your Twin Peaks podcast. I totally understand if you choose not to share this email on the air as I won't be mentioning Stephen King all that much. I really hope you do an episode-by-episode -episode look at the entire original series Firewalk With Me and The Return. I know that they are separate entities, but I think the best way to appreciate David Lynch and Mark Frost's saga is to give it that strong level of critical analysis which I know you're very good at based on the Stephen King cast. What I loved most about The Return was how much it made me reevaluate the franchise as a whole and see new things in it. Prior to 2017, if you had asked me how I felt about Twin Peaks, I think my answer would have been similar to most people. Great show that started strong, but then lost its way, followed by a movie I didn't care much for. 
The heart of the original series really was its strong characters, brought to life by a great ensemble cast, all of whom brought their own subplots to their absorbing world of this town. But throughout the first half of the original series, all these elements were anchored by one central question, providing a narrative arc for everything. Who killed Laura Palmer? Sure, not every single character or plot line directly tied into the Laura Palmer murder, but it didn't matter, because the murder was always the primary focus, and up until the murderer was finally revealed, you never knew if one of these subplots might just tie into it after all. The answer to this mystery is one of the greatest reveals in television history. And most will also agree that sadly, once the mystery was solved, the show did not fare too well. It tried as hard as it could to expand its own mythology, but never quite figured itself out. Sure, there were still various subplots to keep the series afloat, and it helped that we were attached to these characters. But without a central underlining arc as strong as Who Killed Laura Palmer, the narrative became a mess, or as one critic called it, Attack of the Subplots. The biggest flaw of the second half of the original series is that most of it just plain isn't very sorry, just plain isn't very memorable compared to the first half, which is filled with iconic scenes and exchanges. The Fire Walk With Me movie tried to expand the mythology further, but also didn't quite work for me. I think mostly due to being rushed into production and Lynch having to fit his vision into a pre-established continuity. The Return, on the other hand, was the first time I found myself going, wow, there's so much more to this world. Lynch has finally justified a reason for this story to continue. The Return was a perfect example of a sequel done right. It told a new story with a new mystery, brought back many of the original characters while also balancing them out with new ones, and showed us just enough of what had happened to everyone without it feeling like a reunion special. It gave us some moments we really wanted to see, but never resorted to fan service. The return redeemed the franchise in my eyes. I no longer think of it as something that only started strong. Now it's a saga that has reached its true potential. As a fan of Eraserhead and Mulholland Drive, it felt appropriate for Lynch to take elements from these works. There's talk of another season, but I really hope it doesn't happen. Not only did the return feel like a satisfying ending for the Twin Peaks franchise, it felt like a perfect swan song for Lynch's entire filmography. Also, just my opinion, but I thought the entire Vegas plotline was the strongest element of the return, and it wouldn't surprise me if it was entirely Mark Frost's influence. It was the funniest and most character-driven plotline, and I think that Dougie Jones and the Mitchum brothers are already becoming characters as iconic to Twin Peaks lore as Laura Palmer, the Giant, Audrey Horn, and Albert Rosenfield all were to the original series. Speaking of Albert, <clears throat> he was always a favorite character of mine, and like you, I was very sad when Miguel Ferrar passed away earlier this year. I can't help but wonder if Lynch somehow knew this would be Ferrer's final performance as he gave Albert so much to do, he definitely got more screen time on The Return than he did on the original series. I don't think The Return was perfect. It definitely didn't need to be 18 hours long. But as you can see, I can talk about it for hours. It really did enhance my love for the franchise, which I'm now a much bigger fan of than I ever had been before. As Dale Cooper would say, every day, once a day, give yourself a present. I hope you'll give yourself and us the present of a great Twin Peaks podcast, Liz. Liz, buckle in because you'll be getting a weekly present in the form of Hanging with Agent Cooper, a Twin Peaks podcast. Everyone, thank you for listening to this uh, kickoff episode. But like I said, I wanted this to uh, just exist on iTunes so that when I... Uh, 
May 21st, 2018 rolls around and I upload the review for episodes one and two and really start to contextualize how these episodes fit in the entire series. I wanted this podcast to be out there. I already want to have some listeners. So everyone, I just really want to thank you if you have taken time over the last 20 minutes to listen to my thoughts, to listen to Liz's thoughts. And if you do have any thoughts to share on the works of David Lynch and Mark Frost, um, if you want to talk about the secret history of Twin Peaks or the final dossier, if you want to talk about uh, the original Twin Peaks, your favorite moments from the original Twin Peaks, your thoughts on Fire Walk with me, your favorite moments from Twin Peaks The Return, the moments that were the most heartbreaking or disappointed you the most, how you're thinking about it, how it has left a mark on you, what you were not given, the things that were subverted the most, that frustrated you the most, the new characters that you, you liked the most, how they compare to some of the original characters, plot lines from the first seasons that never made their way into uh, the return, uh, plot lines from the return that didn't really has a re have a resolution. Anything that you want to talk about, send it my way to either hangwithagentcooper at yahoo.com or stephenkingcast at yahoo.com and I will share your thoughts on the air. So everyone just Thank you for taking the time to listen. Stay tuned for future episodes of Hanging with Agent Cooper, a Twin Peaks podcast. So grab a cup of coffee, grab a slice of cherry pie, settle down, and give yourself this present of Hanging with Agent Cooper, a Twin Peaks podcast. I'll see you guys at the curtain call. Cause this dancing in the sea.